It being Thursday, we'd like to bring you our weekly health feature. And for that, we are joined by Jackie K. Lepore. She's a public health nurse on the Injury Prevention and Substance Misuse Team at Ottawa Public Health. Hi, Jackie. How are you? Good afternoon, Rick. Thanks so much for having me on your show. Thank you for joining us. We're going to talk about alcohol. It is the holiday season. We also, I think a lot of us like to uh, maybe raise a, a glass of uh, festive cheer uh, mm-hmm. during this this time of year, but it's also a time for us to remember that uh, one can over-imbibe as well. Absolutely, yes. Uh, this time of year is a time when we see uh, all kinds of parties. It's a busy time of year, and it can also be a stressful time of year for people. So uh, we see that often this is a time for one reason or another that people do consume more alcohol than they perhaps normally would. So what we wanted to do today is remind residents that if they're choosing to drink alcohol, that there are steps that they can take to lower their risks. And so I wanted to talk a bit about how you might do that. Yeah, let's talk about lowering the risks. And maybe we should start by agreeing on what is a proper definition of a drink. Because you know, I often hear people say, no, I only had two drinks or I had three drinks. What do we accept as constitutes a typical drink? Absolutely. That's a great question because in order to um, follow the guidelines that are out there, the very first step in doing that is to know what they're talking about when they talk about a standard drink is the name for it. And a standard drink is really just a certain measure of pure alcohol. And you would see that in, for example, a 12-ounce beer would be a standard drink if it was 5% beer, a 5-ounce glass of wine if that was a 12% kind of wine, or an ounce and a half of spirits like vodka or uh, gin if it was 40%. So as you can see, I'm talking about volume, but I'm also talking about the percentage of alcohol because, for example, there's the craft beer movement, and some of those beers are really high in alcohol compared to the usual beer we're used to. So, for example, if you had a 10% bottle of beer, that would actually be two standard drinks if you looked at the number of grams of actual alcohol in it. That's important because a lot of people guide themselves by saying, well, I won't have more than two drinks or, you know, in an hour or two drinks over the course of an evening. Well, they better understand what a standard drink is. (laughs) Absolutely. And I'm sure we've all seen those great big glasses for wine. And um, when you put actually a standard drink in there, it's, it's a lot less than most people will actually pour. So they may be pouring something and calling it a drink when it may be two, two and a half, even three actual standard drinks. All right, well, let's talk about some precautions, some measures people can take to make sure they stay safe during this holiday season. Okay, and um, so what I'm talking about comes out of something called Canada's Low-Risk Alcohol Drinking Guidelines, which sounds kind of complicated, but really it's just a set of five guidelines that will guide people to consume alcohol in a way that minimizes their risk of harm. So talking about harms in the short term and in the long term. So that could be things in the short term such as falls or acute illnesses like alcohol poisoning, but it could also be long-term uh, diseases like liver, can- liver, liver disease and other kinds of cancers, mouth cancers and so on. And there are also other kinds of harms that are associated with alcohol misuse that we're talking about too. And those are things things like abusive or violent behavior, unwanted sex, sexual assault, motor vehicle accidents, and so on. So it's really worth mentioning also that there are secondhand effects to alcohol misuse and that alcohol often doesn't just uh, impact the drinker, but it impacts the people that are around them. And a recent 
survey actually found that one-third of Canadians say that they have been affected negatively in the past year by someone else's drinking. So that could be things like assault, verbal abuse, humiliation, a whole number of things that that might be. So don't over-imbibe because what uh, starts out as maybe the festive spirit could turn into something very nasty with terrible consequences and, and victims. Yeah, and and those are probably not the kinds of memories that most people want to have of the holidays. It's usually a happy time of year. So so when you're talking about those guidelines and those five things that it's talking about, the long-term guideline is talking about um, limiting your consumption to certain amounts of alcohol. So for women, that would be no more than 10 drinks a week with no more than two drinks at any one day. And for men, that would be 15 a week and no more than three on any one day. And planning for non-drinking days during the week as well to avoid developing a habit. And also just to give your body a rest. And important to point out that those are limits. They're not goals. So if you're drinking less than that, there's no problem with that. You just stick with what's good for you. Um, there's no nothing to be gained by increasing to get up to the limit, if you know what I mean. Sure. Uh, And and we should point out to our listeners, we're not the temperance league here. People are going to have a drink and they're going to enjoy themselves. But uh, some good guidelines here to make sure that they they act responsibly and, uh, I guess, uh, retain control of their faculties is one of the issues. Uh, For sure. You you talked about some of the uh, medical consequences and whatnot. This is the season of sniffles and colds, maybe worse. A lot of people taking medication. Can you talk a little bit about the sometimes dangerous mix of drugs and alcohol? Sure. Well, well, that goes into another one of the guidelines, and that's uh, there. There is a guideline called when zero is the limit. So, giving some guidelines about when you wouldn't want to be consuming alcohol at all. So, this would be things like, as you said, when you're consuming kinds of medications that might interact with alcohol, or when you're driving a car or operating machinery, or when you're responsible for the safety of others. So, if you're watching a bunch of kids, that's really a time that we recommend that alcohol is not being consumed. Um, And then the guidelines particularly highlight pregnancy or even if you're trying to get pregnant as a time to avoid consuming alcohol because there's no safe limit of alcohol that's been established during pregnancy. Yeah, I certainly heard that, you know, pregnant women shouldn't drink for obvious reasons. But even if there's a couple that's looking to maybe have a child, even then you shouldn't be drinking? Well, oftentimes you don't know you're pregnant for a, a, a period of time, perhaps weeks, uh, until you know that you're pregnant. So so if that is something that you're trying to get going, better to just refrain so that you don't have a couple of weeks of alcohol consumption associated with that pregnancy. Jackie, very best of the season to you. Thank you very much for joining us. Good, timely, sensible advice, right? Well, thank you so much. And all of that information, if your listeners are interested, is available at ottawa.ca slash checkyourdrinking. And I also just want to say that we are in the LCBO stores. We're partnering with them to present a standard drink display to build awareness about the, the standard drink. And it's a fun display. So if you see us there, your listeners now will know why we're there. And we'd love to see them. Jackie K. Lapores, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Uh, Ms. Kayla Pores is a public health nurse with Ottawa Public Health.